Go to audible.com for your free audiobook download. You know, Scott. Yes, Randy Orton? I think that's I, I sorry, I, I waited for you to say more. I'm I'm a, such a keen listener because I love Audible so much, so I'm 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 keen to listen. Wait a minute. Audible makes you a good listener. Listener? Li- yeah. No, uh, Randy Orton, Audible makes me a great listener. Scott, I <laughs> love listening. Do you? you I <laughs> love listening. You listen I <laughs> love sound you tend to listen a lot while you speak i love well randy the great part is you can get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network i <laughs> love it well good because it's free you get a free audiobook so there's over a hundred thousand titles to choose from over uh-oh uh <laughs> Uh, don't don't number all. Dr- d- <laughs> fast. Yeah, yep. Hundred thousand. I yep. Oh, love it. That's great. You can listen to them on the road with all your buddies. You can listen to it on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Thanks, curtain jerks. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Curtain jerks. You're welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And we are bringing you the funniest wrestling podcast each and every week. The finest in comedic stylings. Yeah, and the most toned of uh, comedic values. The uh, most prime cuts, uh, comedy, make em ups. Drug-free. Drug-free. Hormone-free. When's the last time you did drugs? Me? Uh, probably a couple days ago. Oh, see, this is how they do the uh, drug testing in WWE. Oh, also. shucks! Last week God. it was last week. It was ah, damn it! Uh, they got you, Titus O'Neil. Uh, whenever they do a drug episode on like a car- like a cartoon show, like I remember in Sco- like the new Scooby Doo Adventures with Scrappy Doo. Okay. The Scooby Doo, they would show drugs, and it'd be like drugs in a dog's paw or whatever the episode was. In the what? Bed. Drugs? Yuck! I what cartoon drugs look like is what I always assume drugs still look like. It's a needle. It's three different kinds of pills and maybe a joint. You're not really sure what that third item not a is. A bag of something. Yeah, or like a bag of. It's usually a bag of colorful pills. A bag of like it always looks like al- alfalfa or something like that. What Scooby Doo were you watching where they came across drugs? Uh, the new Young Scooby Doo or Scrappy Doo Adventures or whatever it was. That Every once in a while, drugs would pop up in one of those Saturday morning cartoons. It'd be a very special episode. That the stoner Shaggy and, and Scooby would come across and go like, oh, what's that? I don't know, but we're still really hungry. I don't think it was ever covered in the original 70s version. But the, in the new Scooby-Doo Adventures or Scrappy-Doo or whatever, those they they would cover it. Because no they, were all like, they were all pre-teens. They there, were all... there was no humans with them? No, they were. I think, I'm sure Velma was there and whatever the young kid was that was guesting on that episode. Don Knotts. Don Knotts, yeah. Very strange. I found all these drugs behind a barrel in the forest. <laughs> drugs! Yuck! Well, 
Anyway, I, I, I took a know. bunch of those. Oh, okay. You yeah. took a bunch of I took a cartoon. bunch of cartoon pills. <laughs> well, good. That's why my hands are so big and I've only got four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. There's so much going on this week. We got TLC coming up. You can see our predictions video on YouTube.com slash Craig Podcast. Exciting. Very exciting. Finally, they're unifying the belts. You are a big fan of this. I am a huge fan of this. Now, I, as I said on the video, I really want them to make Raw two hours. Yeah. You know what? If you're all if you're making things for the better, then Raw should be two hours. And uh, I think that they should really have crazy nachos at every event. So the nacho the nacho ratio seems to sort of shift here and there. Sometimes they're great. Other times you feel gross afterwards. That's all in the stadium. True. I think fair. WWE should enact some sanctions. So you think there should be WWE nachos? God, I don't think I'd eat those. It'd be like the Why pizza not? with John Cena's face on it. You wouldn't eat a pizza with John Cena's face on it? I don't think you're like. It doesn't matter how healthy it is. Or Which, not, I'm sorry. It's not that it's healthy. It's how not bad for you it is that they could put a screen print a face onto a pizza. Well, which wrestler do you want to endorse these nachos? Do you want Alberto Del Nachos? That's pretty good. Sinacharas? That's good, too. Uh, Who else has an N in their name? Ramos Del Nachos? (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't help but notice you're all picking Hispanic wrestlers. For now. Okay. Uh, John... Brad Nachos. Lake- John Brad no. Nachos. Yeah, John Brad Nachos. Layfield. Uh, Michael Cole Nachos. <laughs> those are cold nachos. No one likes those. Jerry the Nacho Lawler. That's good. Uh, Dolph Nacho. <laughs> Corporate uh, Nach Canos. You know what? I think if you had a, if you had any of the authority or anyone just with their hands crossed saying nachos really loud with a period afterwards, I'd probably buy it. Okay. Well, Very simple, straightforward. There's market. Alberto Del Nachos, and then you can get the Authority Virgin version, which is uh, triple. Well, if they're Virgin Nachos, that's no cheese, right? Those are the ones I get. <laughs> yeah. I'm saving myself to be pure. I'm saving no cheese on my nachos, please. You can get the Authority Triple Nachos. Yeah, which is a triple stack of nachos. Triple stack in a cage. Yeah. And they spit water on it before they hand it to you. Uh, sadly, all the chips have already been pre-crushed, and there's no chance for those nachos to ever go anywhere. And you can't get the cheese because it's buried six feet deep. Yeah, that cheese is buried so hard. The authority. Good cheese. $18. Well, we got that. We had this big uh, brouhaha at the end of Raw. Oh, that was awesome. We're going to get to later because we're going to talk to Triple H about it today. Yeah, it's, it's gonna about happen. time. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we, we had all that. But also... I read this just now on the internet, and it won't lie to me. It can't lie to me. What's even bigger than all this, Matt Stryker would love to join TNA Wrestling. Whoa. That, you know what? That's an interesting contract negotiation if you think about it, Scott. Tell the internet that you're interested in a company. See what the company does. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's, maybe they'll start returning his calls. Or maybe they'll start picking up his calls. Do you think it's going to happen? Or maybe they'll stop putting that electronic collar on his neck saying, stay away from us or the bomb will go off. <laughs> I think that's what Dixie Carter should do. She should bring in Matt Stryker because she gets down on AJ Styles so much for being Southern and redneck. She should bring in a really smart guy. for To do what? To be her champion. Oh, but nobody man. wants it. Yeah, he's the, he's the scab. Just, he's so smart, he could raise the intellect of all the fans. Yeah, is he smart or is it just pop culture smart? He's smart. I know, he's but pretty smart. He's like school teacher smart, but he also yeah. tries to throw in some pop culture stuff, right? He knows what lugubrious means. Do you know what lugubrious no, means? No, but I know it sounds good, and I could probably use it in a couple sentences and, and maybe be 
40% accurate with what it means. I think it's French for things that remind you of goobers. Well, that's one way of thinking about the it. The chocolate-covered peanut snack. Big Show's rage filled up inside of him so much that he lugubriously knocked out Dean Ambrose. Huh? Doesn't lugubrious just mean overly complicated? I don't know. I'm not Matt Stryker. Okay, fair enough. But if he was on TNA Wrestling, I would know these things. Uh, Did he have a t-shirt that was essentially Carlito Cool's t-shirt but with a worm coming out of it? What? Didn't he have a – wasn't his emblem an apple with a worm coming out of it? I don't think so. Because I remember, like, they tried to sort of push him as the school teacher, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I he think was. he had an apple on the back of his trunks with a worm coming out of it. What? Yeah. He well, was... that's not his – he had the um... – Miz has got the creepy face. Kofi Kingston's got the, the black head with the dreadlocks. Uh, the Rock has got the Brahma bull. Stone Cold has got the skull. And Matt Stryker has an apple with a worm coming out of it. Yeah, but he had the weird trunks for a little while that uh, Taz would comment on the um... – uh, the crossword puzzle? No. Uh, <laughs> like there was like a cardigan sweater or something like that. It was super weird. We had his face on him at one point. And yeah, here here you go. Enjoy this image, Steve. Yeah, he, he had his face on him. But then he had that large woman ass of his. And then the face would go inside. Oh, his own fa- his face would go inside of his own ass. Yeah. His head was up his own ass. Yeah. I'll- you know what? Matt Stryker might be a really nice guy. Why are we ragging on Matt Stryker so hard? I'm not. I'm saying uh, I've done that in the past, but um, he wants to be in TNA in whatever capacity it'll take him, which is not really heard of all that often. It's implied that everybody wants to go to WWE. You know what? Looking at Matt Stryker, he looks like uh, someone who wears a lot of cologne and sweats on you at a wedding. That's what Matt Stryker looks like to me. He sweats on you at a wedding? Yeah, like How? it's after like he's been dancing and then he comes over and he like to talk to you and like say like me and you are at sitting at a table like eating cake or something. So we're at Natalia and Tyson Kidd's wedding. Yes. On Total Divas, which I know about even though I don't watch the show. It was very romantic. Did you see it? I think I did see that episode. <laughs> I was seen on episode. Was, was that very, it? Well, they wanted to have it outside on the beach, but it started raining, so they had it inside. It was very nice. Oh, okay. Uh, but it would have been a hell of a bash. I don't know if it was real because I saw a lot sh- of jeans and button-up shirt combinations, not a lot of suits. Have you seen any casting notices for this show? Could you be on it? No, I did see casting notices for Red Ac- Redneck Island, which I submitted for. And Broken Skull. Uh, Broken Skull Ranch. I submitted for both of those shows. Don't you have to be an athlete for one of them? Uh, I could get by. I I would I would be on one of those shows to get eliminated in the first show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, what I want a crazy personality be? Because uh, you have to have something that the producer, the guy want. who hates wrestling, really <laughs> just gonna push that a lot, or just I'm really gonna always talk about how great the uh, HBK is. It's like, oh man, HBK is so great. I can't believe Mike Tyson betrayed him like that. <laughs> um, I think that. Uh, well, what were we talking about? We were talking about weddings. Matt's- oh, yeah, Matt Stryker. He looks like the guy who would come up to us while we we're eating like snacks or whatever. Like we kept like they left the buffet table open, so we kept going b- to get more food and we're yes. eating or chatting or talking. Yes. And then uh, he's like the one who'd come up to us and say like, "Hey guys," and he's like just pouring sweat because he's been on the dance floor and we just cologne and sweat. I just it's a mental picture. I'm put I'm painting it for you. So what does he give as a wedding gift? Uh. I imagine a T-shirt with his own face on it, but I can only guess. Or a gift certificate for a bread machine. I see. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, also in news, it they're reporting. This is from PW Insider. They say AJ Styles is is going to be leaving TNA. 
Really? That he will be a free agent and that he may not sign again. I don't know. I don't understand this whole thing. They're treating it like he's not leaving, but then he may actually leave. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, uh, they got me. I think they got you, Scott. They got me. I don't get it. So you're, whatever happens, it's going to be a bit of a swerve for you, right? It's going to be a bit of a swerve for me. Where do you think, if he doesn't go back to CNA, where do you think AJ Styles would go? I think he would try to go to WWE. Really? Yes. The title picture or just anywhere in the arena? I think he would. Go Not, I, I didn't mean to say that like, what, like the parking lot? No. Uh, like where, where would they be able to fit him in storyline wise, do you think? I think anywhere. I, I don't think he'd be a main event guy right away. But do you think he, uh, they would put him in the main event at some point? I think he could achieve that by his matches. I think it's a uh, it's a little bit of what Daniel Bryan had in the beginning that he wasn't very um, charismatic and didn't treat all that stuff very seriously. And then over time, the of all things, him being paired with the Miz was actually a good thing for him. Yeah, because he knew that you had to have showmanship along with it. And he's got some, but he's definitely a guy that could. The Miz has got tons of showmanship. Showmanship is that what I said? Yeah. No, but I know what you meant. I see. Showmanship. Uh, don't get detracted. I like to show Showmanship is all about the Wyatt family, sir. That's showmanship. Now, that is straight up showmanship. That is straight up showmanship. That Eric Rowan, the master of showmanship. A real showmanship. Showmancheeper. Put them at the edge of the cliff. That way they push back. Is that what, the, is that what sheep do? <laughs> is that what sheep do? <laughs> is that what sheep do? That's what uh, the, uh, the ranchers are supposed to do. What is it, Scottish? Scottish ranchers? You put the sheep on the edge of the cliff so they push back a little bit harder. When they're sexually assaulting the sheep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's wrestling in the 80s, man. Put them against the cliff. So yeah, you put, them against, uh, you put that jobber against the cliff so they push back a little harder. Yeah. Life on the road. Yeah, tell, tell them this is the last match. Thank God it's the 2000 teens and AJ Styles won't have to be put against that edge of the cliff. No, he's paid his dues, right? Yeah, he's played, paid. Whatever those are. I'm not, dues. I have no idea what the dues are. Like, we talk about that like, ooh, he's a really good worker, you know? I did a, I did four crunches this week and I almost threw up. Like, just talking about hard work. And so you like, paid your dues for the podcast. Yeah. I, I, good. <laughs> our physical toll, our physical dues for the podcast. Good, good. I did uh, legs this week, and I feel like I have daggers in my calves. Yeah, man. That's, did my dues. Dude, you're paying your dues. Showman sheep. Scott and Steve, real workers. Showman sheep. That's some real showman sheep. Uh, another thing that struck my fancy uh, when reading the news, because I don't always read it, because I want to be surprised by stuff is the WWE is going to make a music of WWE DVD. Whoa. Of their composer will be prominently featured, Jim Johnston, who's a guy I've been wanting to talk to forever. Yeah, the guy's a mystery. He makes beautiful music, but we don't we never see him. Don't know anything about him. They don't put him. him on camera. That's right. So we have we have an exclusive today, right? I, I finally tracked down a number that I think leads to him directly. All right, let's because I've been talking to people in the WWE offices forever, and they give me a whole runaround, and basically I, they won't let me speak to them. Is is the ultimate thing that happens? And whenever I try and bring them with like Triple H or Vince or any of that stuff, I'm like, oh, could you put us in touch with uh, Jim Johnston? They just uh, they ignore that. Uh, so it's Jim Johnston, not Jim Johnson. Jim Johnston. Stin. Stun. 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 Stum. 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 Yeah, Jim Johnston. Okay. Yeah. I'm calling him right now. This is the number you have on this crumpled piece of paper? Mm-hmm. It looks burnt. God, what a weathered piece of paper. Yeah, it really looks like it's been through. All right, it's ringing. Other survivors? Hello? Other survivors? Yes. Hi, is this Jim Johnston? This is the Curtain Jerks podcast. What? Where, where are you? 
where your sentry duel is located. Uh, we're, How many are in your party? Uh, there's Well, currently there's two of us, but we represent maybe up to five or six people in the Comedy Podcast Network. Five or six people? You've survived this long. Uh, yeah, we're in Los Angeles. Oh, excuse me, sir. Los is, Angeles? Is, am I speaking to Jim Johnson? The Wasteland. Uh, am I speaking to Jim Johnson? Yeah, that's correct. Jim Johnson. Uh, Jim Johnson, you... Have you heard from my family? Uh, the Johnstons? Yes. I guess I can reach out to them. Are you okay? You sound a little uh, weathered, Mr. Johnston. I'm surprised you're in such good spirits. I Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Los Angeles. I um, But the radiation. Uh, I guess radiation. It's, it's minimal, I guess. I mean, maybe we have a little bit of Fukushima coming in from the coastline, but nothing really that big. Fuck. The, all the fallout has happened. The fallout? Sir, what, what happened? Don't you know? I... For the past 15 years, the world has been overrun with radiation, zombies, and mutants that have taken over the world. Uh, I have been hidden away inside of Titan Towers and been kept alive and been told that I need to make music in order to keep the mutant zombie apocalypse from bearing down on us. Uh, let me get this straight, Mr. Johnson. You are located at Titan Towers in Connecticut, correct? That's correct. If your party has water and, and guns and uh, supplies, maybe I'll be able to house you in. I haven't been able to get to any of the doors or windows, but I, I might be able to help you. And now, Mr. Johnson, and just so I know... I can play some really great tunes, some really thunderous heavy metal guitar. Mr. Johnson, I, that's why we're calling. We're huge fans of your work. We find your work to be great, and you've really brought a lot of superstars to life. work. Yeah. It's for survival. Well, it's keeping us going. It's great music. Now, let me just get this straight. Are you under the impression that the apocalypse has happened? Uh, the apocalypse has happened. That's why I haven't seen my family. That's why I haven't been able to leave for the past 15 years. Is this why no one's ever seen you, Mr. Johnston? Well, it's because of the mutant zombie apocalypse. Scott, do you, do you know what happened to Shane McMahon? I've, been, I've just been informed by Vincent McMahon of what's happened to Shane and... And the, the troubles that he's gone through. Well, Shane McMahon was... Shane was in a coma after being shot at a live event. And then his friend Triple H tried to bring him out of the hospital when, when, the, when everything went out. And then he couldn't get there in time. And then what happened was Shane McMahon woke up in the hospital and then went through the city and then, and then eventually found his family. And then since they've been trying to find shelter, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Gone, uh, hold on, hold on. It's a, it's a, it's, Mr. Johnson. It's a brave story. It, they Johnson. found a prison. They I know, found Mr. a prison. To Mr. Live Johnson, in. that and, story. And Shane's wife was pregnant, and they they were gonna have two children, but then she became infected, and then he had to kill his own wife. And since then, he's been seeing visions of her everywhere. Mr. Johnson, he it's... has to learn how to trust and how to be authoritative, even though he's separated from his family. Mr. Johnson, I think what well, I haven't seen it, but. But it sounds like you just described the plot of The Walking Dead, the comic book series the that Walking was turned. The Walking Dead, the dead walk amongst us in the, the zombie mutant apocalypse that we live in. Mr. Days. Johnson, I'm sorry, but there has been no apocalypse and there are no zombies. Oh, don't think we don't say those same stories around the campfire every I, night. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson. It didn't happen. No, sir. We could walk right outside and breathe air. Smell flowers. Mr. Johnson, what's the state of professional wrestling for you? What's going on with professional wrestling? Oh, I used to love professional wrestling. Oh, it used to be such a joy composing music for professional wrestlers. But there was a time, there was a time when I feel I wasn't appreciated. I wasn't being given credit on the shows and uh -huh. I wasn't being paid enough. Then wouldn't you know it, the next day... <laughs>
Zombie mutant apocalypse just breaks out everywhere. Uh, Mr. Johnson. I haven't seen my family since. Mr. Johnson, there has been no nuclear apocalypse. There are no mutants and there are no zombies. WWE is flourishing. There's competition between the def- different wrestling companies. Your music is still just as popular, but uh, things are not that bad. Oh, that's what I'd like to think. Things That things aren't that bad, but they are. People are beaten, eaten alive out there. Mr. Johnson, your music has uh, really changed the face of the WWE, and the WWE is still going strong. There is no scavenging. There's no mutants. There aren't raiding parties for water. I don't know what the WWE is. Uh, The World Wrestling Entertainment. Previously, the World Wrestling uh, Federation. I worked for the World Wrestling Federation. They lost. Well, I used to. Do you remember the lawsuit with the World Wildlife Fund? 15 years ago. I, I know, mean, but it was it, it was going on for almost 10. I, well... Do you remember hearing inklings of that? I, I remember something about uh, the, they're not going to pay anybody like that. And, you know, funny that you mentioned it because uh, uh, the, the, here's what I remember. Now now thinking back on it, this is the story that Vince McMahon told me. He said that uh, the, the, the WWF, the World Wildlife Fund, that is... Uh, they were doing experiments on these monkeys, and these monkeys were filled with rage. Okay. And then this rage, they then broke out. And uh, uh, what happened was Shane McMahon was in a hospital for a while. He was in a coma. Okay. And then when he woke up, he found all these these people filled with rage. And then if you were bitten or it was transferred in blood, he met this man. He met this man out in this out in this field, and uh, he was with his daughter. And then he looked up, and there was a crow pecking out the eye of a, of a, of a corpse. And then the blood fell uh, in the eye, and this man was filled with rage. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, I think I have a feeling that you've been told stories based on apocalypse films to let you know that the apocalypse has happened. You just described the plot of 28 Days Later. That's right. That's exactly when it occurred was 28 days later from the time that Shane McMahon woke up out of the coma from the hospital. The only time I remember Shane McMahon being in a coma was when they were doing a some sort of angle with uh, uh, Kurt Angle and Stephanie McMahon somehow hooking up. Do you remember any of this? I, it's been 15 years. I, I don't know. Mr. Johnson, things are fine. Open the door. There's sunlight out there. The, you can breathe the air. Oh, well, I'm not falling for that. They I are, am not falling for that. They are about to release. Triple H did that last, and I haven't seen him again since. Well, he will. He's fine. He cut his hair. Oh, yeah, maybe to survive from all the, the walking dead out there, as you put it. Mr. Johnson, they are releasing. It's been in, far from 28 days later. Has I there tell been you. any cameras? Have you seen any cameras? Have anyone, anyone been interviewing you lately? Uh, well, no. Uh, no one's been interviewing me. I mean, new survivors have shown up recently with with these press hats and uh, telling me that they were they were in a mall for a long period of time. Okay. And they were in the mall and and they were there and. Uh, uh, in, inside the mall, uh, there there was a, a man uh, who uh, had his wife who was pregnant, and then she was g- giving birth. And then the, turns out the baby that she gave birth to was one of these Walking Dead, as you put it. I, and then they had to they had to shoot the man. Mr. And shoot Johnson, the baby. that is the you have just described the Dawn of the Dead remake that Zack Snyder directed. Uh, there is a new DV. There is. I a, remember seeing a movie Dawn of the Dead a long time ago. They they remade it. Well, gosh, I'd love to see a new movie. I tell you what. Uh, well, Mr. Johnson, oh, there dark there is the a new fire. movie, and it's the music of the dub of the of the wrestling of the World Wrestling Federation. There's a new movie about that coming out, and we wanted to interview it for because the world is fine. The apocalypse has not happened. You live a delusional life. Come here, we'll help you. We're at Titan Towers in Connecticut. Come find us. We'll get you in somehow. Uh, you know what? It sounds like a little bit too much of a trek. I 
don't think we would make it. Mr. Johnson, thank you for talking to us. Maybe we'll talk to you in the future, and we'll check in with you and your your survival bunker. Live strong. Don't blade. They love the blood. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Scott, wow. They are working that guy. It sounds like they're really, like, and how else are you going to get the best work out of somebody unless you told them that the world had ended? You know, I didn't appreciate ribs up until right now. Really? Yeah. You imagine That's a, world, a good rib. You imagine a world without ribs? Well, Jim Johnson would be a hell of a lot happier. I can That's tell true. you that. I, when you said ribs, I immediately thought you meant the meal. <laughs> the meal of ribs? Yes. Uh, that's not what I meant. I like ribs you can pull right off the bone. With your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, or a, a butter knife. I like a filet mignone you can cut with your fork. Filet mignone. <laughs> a filet mignone. Ah, that's the Italian version. Mm-hmm. Great. Now I want Jared's barbecue sauce. It's really good. I know. Uh, I made a salami sandwich yesterday and I put JR's barbecue sauce on it. <laughs> so it was like peanut butter and jelly, but salami and JR's barbecue sauce? Just, <laughs> it was a just salami bread sandwich. and salami? Yeah, you could. it's good, man. You, I think JR's barbecue sauce is the kind of sauce that the only thing I would change about it is, and you change it with, like you'd, I would cook with it more than just putting it on at the end. If you uh-huh. cook with it, it evaporates a lot of the moisture in it, and you get that sort of thick barbecue sauce, and it's like a like a paste. That's real good. I fear that if he goes anywhere else or does anything else, they end that contract, and then his sauce is no longer available. Whose contract? It's not It's not through WWE Foods, is it? Well, he's selling it through them, so I don't know where his then uh, where then he through sells his, his stuff. Through uh, jrsbarbecue.com. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they have a contract on it the would, sauce. It would be a shame if. Do you know ev- what they did to Jim Johnston, Steve? They that l- man is working for nothing, and he's been stripped away from his family. I, you know, I wish I'd asked him if he had any barbecue sauce available to him. I would be. You know what? I imagined him surrounded by boxes of Jr's barbecue sauce and main event mustard. It could be, which is also really good. It's it's all delicious. It is time for jerk tweets. Each week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. This week, we got Big Red Webster says, is corporate Kane WWE's answer to TNA's megastar, Joseph Parks? Hmm. I would say no. Hmm. Because they're two different sides of a corporate coin. Yes. Yeah. Kane, I feel like, represents uh, your your scary boss, the sort of the staunch rule rule abider. But isn't that also Triple H? True. But I think that he's, it's like another corporate lackey. Joseph Park is like your wacky uncle who's wearing a suit. I'm now a wacky uncle. Are you? As of today. Really? Yes. Uh, who had kids? My brother. Congratulations. Thanks. My sister is pregnant with twins. My brother just had twins. Oh, so I hope it wasn't that stupid, stupid smoke bomb uh, <laughs> Oh, here they are. Here's a picture of him. Whoa, those are two little babies. Yeah. One of them looks like Corporate Kane, and the other one looks like Joseph Park. Oh, my God, they're being born again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like, I think Joseph Park is sort of your, like, to me, he seems like the sweaty, yelling lawyer. Like, there's a there's a life and a vibrancy there that is not present in, in the corporate culture. See. Like, even Kane doesn't seem ruthless. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's sort of that uh, Wall Street. He has tr- Ruth. Who's Ruth? He has he has tons of root. He, he, so he has lots of root. Yeah, he has a very conservative grandma with him all the time. Like there's <laughs> none of that Charlie Sheen sort of coke fueled ruthlessness of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It's very like oh corporate culture. Like it's there's the dark side of corporate culture besides sort of like completely not caring about people or humans is sort of the boringness of it. I feel like 
Hmm. And there's a very primal instinct in corporate culture, which is ambition and to do more and to get farther and make more money. And it's, it's I, Joseph Park's more fun because he is ambitious. He's like, but in a very weird way, he's full of life. He's His voice shakes when he talks because he's so excited. He's right. brimming with something, and I don't know what it is, but he's ready to pop like a sausage filled with, with Vivo. Vivo? You know, life. Oh. Vivo. Isn't Vivo something else? It's also the music video YouTube channel. That's what it I is. I meant V-I-O-V-O. <laughs> oh, okay. V-I-V-O. Well, have you seen what Christopher Daniels and Kaz have been up to lately? What have they been doing? They're trying to reveal that Joseph Park and Abyss are the same man. God, Kaz and um, Christopher Daniels are some real jerks. They are some real jerks. They, they Charming. Were, charming, but real jerks. They uh, got Joseph Park's business card and went to his office where it's been abandoned. There used to be a uh, a, uh, a medical office. Uh, sorry, not a medical office. A, a sanitarium? Uh, call it like a psychiatrist's office in this, in this one building years ago, but it's been abandoned for quite some time. Jesus, I love how intricate that is. That's almost like a new Scooby-Doo mystery, Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and then they found these drugs, <laughs> and then Kaz and Christopher Daniels, as uh, jerkish as they were and heelish as they were, they're like, hmm. I don't know. I think we should get away from this. Yeah. And they left. It was good. It set a good example for the kids. But then they Yuck. But then they beat down Joseph Park, mm-hmm. an innocent man. So it's heating up. Uh, it's heating I up. would be disappointed if they revealed that Joseph Park was abyss. Well, he's crazy. He is. You think that Joseph Park is crazy? I think he's crazy. You remember his book campaign on this show? No. Oh. <laughs> Yes. How could I forget? There's a Twitter out there. Somebody made a Twitter of it, but he hasn't tweeted yet. I'm so bummed by that. Uh, the Joseph Park reading campaign. Mm-hmm. How's it go? Uh, read a book and then jerk off into it. Yeah. Fill that book with the life that it gave to you. M. Barrett 1231 says, now they're talking about Daniel Bryant joining the Wyatts and becoming Daniel Wyatt, which we talked about a little bit last week. This was a jerk tweet I was hoping to get to last week. We No, we agreed to that, that it should be Daniel Wyatt because Wyatt's the fat last name. No, because, is the fat last name, fast no, name? No, because it's Rowan and Harper also. Mm-hmm. So And that's their last names. But so they're talking about Daniel Bryant joining the Wyatts and becoming Daniel Wyatt made me think of Wade Wyatt listening to too much curtain jerks mm. because Wade Barrett, you know, for a while there, when his gimmicks weren't working, they keep changing him, repackaging him, that he was going to be Wade Wyatt. But now he's Bad News Barrett, which is pretty great. Did you see it on television? Not as great. Did you see all the segments? I didn't watch all of it. He came out more than once. Really? On that Raw. And then I think he's come out on a SmackDown since. Well, he has his little podium, right? Yeah. He has his little uh, uh, mysterious Raw general manager podium that's been uh, changed over slightly. Hey, was that ever revealed, the Raw general manager? Mm-hmm. Who you was don't it? remember? Who was it? You get three guesses. Michael Cole. Nope. Triple H. Nope. Stephanie McMahon. Hornswoggle. No. Yes. Why would they do that? Ow. That's a Scott, great, Scott, that's a great question, Scott, Steve. S- something's hurting inside of me. I don't know what it is. Do you have Hornswoggle inside of you? Uh, it's like all sense of logic. Because is... he was under the ring with a laptop. Oh, jerk. Jerks. <laughs> Jerks. Bah, 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 bah. You really don't remember that? No. Who? When did they reveal that? It's like a car accident that you've, that you've blocked out of your memory. Uh, was I driving? Uh... The worst part about that is how much policy that affected for so long, and the fact to just have it be a throwaway was really. I really thought it was draws. Who I but really draws? did. 
Huba draws. So bummed I didn't get that right. Instead, it was Hornswoggle. Yeah. But this is not good for Wade Barrett. Bad news Barrett, I don't think, is going to work. Are you saying that it's bad news, Scott? I'm saying it is bad news. I don't want to tell that bad news to Wade Barrett myself. Uh, would you like me to do it? Would you? Yeah, man. You're going to tell I him that, that his gimmick sucks? I think that Barrett, well, I wasn't going to say that his gimmick sucks. I was, <laughs> wasn't going to say that his gimmick sucks. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, I'm really sweating here. <laughs> Regular Matt Stryker. <laughs> oh, God, I just farted. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit, he's here right now, Scott. He just walked in. Uh, hey, Barrett, how are you? Hello. Hey, uh, we were just talking about you. Uh, how- Wanted to come by and give you some news uh is it bad news or good news bad news well maybe you should keep that to yourself because it's a stupid gimmick <laughs> what uh look let me explain barrett we're two dudes and when one dude i'm got a dude you're a dude that's right the dude math matches up when one guy's got to tell another guy like hey man you smell you should take a shower hey your reading skills when you read out loud sound strange uh those are all things that are bad news. I'm going to write those down for when I get on Raw again. Yeah. And then I'm going to say those things about someone. You know Make what? them feel bad. Perhaps an audience of people, 20,000 plus, and they'll all feel really terrible. And then they'll boo me and then I'll be the champion. Uh, is that how that works? You tell everyone in the audience bad news about them? I can do that. Yeah, sometimes I've done that. I'll say, well, well give me a town. Give me a place in this world of ours. Uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. City. Oklahoma City. You're all pigs. Boo, they all boo me, right? They all boo me, I'll become champion. Uh, well... More hated than Randy Orton. Are you skipping steps, or are they just steps that are hidden in in there? Uh, Clearly, you don't understand the world of wrestling. I clearly... All you need is 20,000 people to boo you, and then you become champion. All right, all right. Uh, now I don't have to worry about becoming a secondary champion. No, there's just one championship. I'm, I'm a little bit more comfortable. I think I can talk to you about this. Uh, Scott Narver and myself, mostly Scott, wanted to tell you that your gimmick of Bad News Barrett uh, doesn't seem to be playing as well as some people anticipated, especially the writers of WWE. So we thought maybe just to retool it just a little bit, get this out there, mm. uh, put this feather in your cap, mm. uh, call it macaroni. Um, why don't you do more of Is the- that a Yankee song? What? I don't like those songs. No, 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 That's no. That's when you left. No, no, no. I we, You divided yourself from Great Britain. Yeah, no, I- they, look, From the Queen. I No, I understand that. Stuck a feather in your cap and called it macaroni. This is true. You and your Yanks. Your I, Yanks, your doodles, and your bunch of dandies. This, bad news, is it, dandy. It's quite bad news, but I we would like to say that we preferred good news, Barrett. It was- uh, off, it was it caught us off guard, but it wasn't off-putting. It was strange, but kind of a delight. I think there was something to be said about saying good news, Barrett. Uh, people expect the bad news, but then you say something kind of new and meaningful when you say something positive. So you want me to say something positive? Yes. All right. Steve, you have Hitler hair. Bad news. Nope. See, that's what happened yeah, right no, there. So yeah, you're trying I looked to at your hair. I compared it to Hitler. Okay. And I was, it's clearly bad news. Yeah. You know, well, luckily, you didn't say the same thing and then say good news afterwards. Or I've got some good news for you and say what? you look like a horrible anti-Semite. Had you said that to me, I would have been like, that sounds like bad news. Let me try this again. Let me try okay, one. Okay. Scott. Yeah? No woman will ever have sex with you. 
Hey, wait, come on, hold on. Wait, aren't you supposed to say bad news? I've got some bad news. Bad news. Aren't you supposed to say bad news first? It, it can change. It can? It's that, that part's flexible. All right, well, do another one. That was really mean for Scott. Do another one for Scott. Here's another one. The, try to make this Scott, good news. Try to make this bad good news. news. No, good news. Good news. Try to make it good news. Scott, good news. Okay, good. Scott, Scott, I'm sure this is going to be a good one. Okay. I don't know. I'm still crying. You want some chocolate? You want some chocolate, buddy? Have sex with? No, that's. Scott, good news. No man wants to have sex with you either. Sexless. Good news. Uh, well, hey, Scott, that's. I mean, that's not your preference. I'm totally undesirable. Well, I mean, I'm sure some man wants to have sex. Good with news. Uh, you'll avoid the AIDS virus that way. I, I think you'll avoid a lot of things that way. Good news, Scott. You've avoided the AIDS virus by no man wanting to have sex with you. Good news. You know that that's not that myth that it's not just a homosexual disease. It's, it affects everybody, right, Wade? What? <laughs> everybody can get HIV or AIDS? Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, like It's you only having sex with men. No, no, no. It sounds like you're basing your understanding of the HIV virus and AIDS to, like, the first offset of it when people just assumed it was only in the homosexual community. Look, all of this gimmick I got from a pamphlet I read in the hospital. Let me read this. Is, uh, this, is, is, this is written in crayon. I was told that Shane McMahon was in a hospital, so I went to go visit him. He wasn't there at all. So you picked up, you picked up incredibly dated paperwork about the AIDS virus. Yeah, and I thought it could be a gimmick. It says right here you can get AIDS from a drinking fountain. That is the one of the most biggest bottled water. That's why I drink bottled water. There's no. There's you no, have bottled water too. Look at you. Don't look people in the eye who could have the virus. This doesn't even make any That's sense. That's why I look at your chest when I talk to you. I look. I appreciate you assume. I don't even know why I said that. Why well, I would assume that you would appreciate. Look. Read another one on there. All right. Okay. Let's see what else this has got. Uh, ah, the AIDS virus is proof that God hates everyone. Now, that. Clearly. Clearly, that That's seems why like I'm a broad Buddhist. stroke. It was a very broad I'm stroke. I'm a Buddhist. All right. Okay. You know what? Wade, do one more for Scott. See if you can get a good one. All for right. Scott. All but right. But yeah. really. Good the, news or bad news? Good news. Good news. Scott, are you ready for good news, Barrett? Scott, third time's the charm. Please don't sit on the floor. Come on, stand up, stand up, buddy. Okay, I'm ready for some good news. Scott, only the good die young. So you're going to be an old man and die alone. An old man who dies alone. That's the worst one. There's good news. How is that good news? Lives a long life of unfulfilledness. You just told him he's going to die alone. Alone and old. Because only the good die Uh, young. Scott, Scott, uh, good news. Straight from the hip. I'm sorry, I'm putting a gun in my mouth. No, Scott, Scott, I, I I'm got putting to... the curtain drinks the comedy podcast. There were gun in my mouth. That that is a prop gun. God, Scott, God, where did our gun budget go? <laughs> we spent it on that prop. Look, Scott, I got some good news for you. Uh, you're you're pure of heart, and you know what? You're gonna find the right person. How's that sound, huh? I don't believe you because you're not on television. No, not not yet, uh, Scott. I got I got some I got some bad news for you. Oh yeah. Uh, haters gonna hate, and uh, you still can enjoy a good meal with friends. You know. I live too far away to do that. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll commute. Do you want to have lunch afterwards? But today? Yeah. I can't. I got plans. Oh, I'm sorry. Good bad news. Wait, go. Oh, on. see, bad news is spreading. Bad news, bad. 
Boo me all you want, Shinobi Champion. Uh, thank you for joining us, Wade. Thank you. Man. He's got it down. As much as I want to kill myself, he's got it down. Yeah, he does. Well, like the truth, or has he got the, the gimmick down? He's got the gimmick down. I think he does have the gimmick down. You're right. I'm worried he has the truth down. So no, 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 no. That's, hey, it's all a work, buddy. Is it? Yeah, it's all a work. Okay. So I can get AIDS from looking someone in the eye? <sighs> no, that's a myth. Hey, Scott. Yeah. My eyes are right up here. No. Good thing I got showman sheep. <laughs> I said showman. I said eye condoms. Wade Barrett's got showman sheep. Yeah, he's got some serious showman sheep. He does. Um, let me see what else we got here. Uh, oh yeah, you were mentioning about Triple H. Yeah, you were mentioning. I forgot what I was saying about it, but he did some spectacular work on the end of Raw. That was a good episode. He did do some spectacular work. I'll say that about the end of the Raw. Okay, the end of Raw that happened was you know they they were putting the two belts on as you put it a. Oh, it looks like a bicycle frame. <laughs> that looks like a golden bicycle frame. You know what? That's the bicycle that Freddie Mercury was singing about. Like, he wants to ride his bicycle. Yeah. It's what they're holding the belts up for at tables, ladders, and chairs. It's it's weird that they, they said, like, this, this is where the belts will remain. So that was in uh, Seattle, Washington. And then I forget where TLC is, but it's not in the same city or state. So they treat it as though... It's like the same arena, or that just transfers it's from there. It's a symbolic raising of the belts right. six days prior to the event. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that'd be nice to not have to worry about carrying your championship through the airport. Then it's like, well, on you guys. Or keeping it in the fridge like CM Punk. Mm-hmm. So they did that. They had the promos between the two guys. And then when it came down to the skirmish at the end. The pandemonium. Yes. That you then have CM Punk getting involved. And then... Orton pie-facing him, and then Punk then punching him. And then Triple H throwing, uh, grabbing CM Punk by the hair. Throws him back. CM Punk gives him a one-punch. Triple H goes down from that punch as though it just devastates him, which was awesome to see. Sweet chin music. Sweet chin music. Well, dress then, shoes. I, you heard me. I immediately groaned. I was like, dress oh, shoes. dress shoes. And then Daniel Bryan. That's a lip splitter. That is a lip splitter. And then Daniel Bryan with a running knee strike. Very cool. All this culminates to all that meant way more already because you saw these potential champs then getting in the mix of you're going, so is CM Punk the next guy to get his shot? Is Daniel Bryan because John Cena said he'd give him the match? That meant way more because you knew there wasn't another belt also that has the B guys. There felt like a hierarchy. It didn't feel like there was all, it didn't feel like a thousand alternate universes. It felt like, whoa, anybody could go. I was sort of excited to see CM Punk and Triple H sort of like have something for a second. The idea of Daniel Bryan doing the running knee strike on HBK was really cool because the history there. Mm -hmm. There was just all these, there was all these elements. I guess there was an alternate universe sort of thing where it's like dream match, dream match, dream match. And then. Randy Orton, uh, what happened? Uh, Randy Orton goes for the RKO on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan shoves him off into Stephanie McMahon. Who hits the ground like a sack of evil potatoes. Mm-hmm. And then, this is where it gets weird, Scott. This is where it gets really weird. Yes. John Cena helps Stephanie McMahon with Triple H. No, no, Triple H. Triple H immediately pedigrees Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. And then from there, they're all standing in the corner together. Yeah, the shaved head squad. Kane, Triple H, and John Cena help up Stephanie McMahon, and they look like the creepiest Thanksgiving dinner ever. 
I, I told you this to, to you. And Randy Orton looks like the kid who farted on the turkey. And they're like, why would you even do that, Randy? Now nobody can enjoy the Thanksgiving dinner. Now it's a vegan Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hope you're happy. Ugh, did you just have to stick your dirty fingers into the mashed potatoes? That's what it looks like. And John Cena standing next to the authority like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Prolific. Yeah. Symbolic. Wearing a t-shirt now, but hey, could be wearing a suit. That's huh? fair, yeah. Huh? Teasing it. Mm-hmm. Teasing it. Could turn. Turning it. Yeah. Turning and teasing After it. After all these years. Yeah, think about it. Well, I thought we should talk to Triple H about this. Yeah, get some insight. Yeah, see if his plans have backfired. See what's going on with all this stuff. Let's call him. You want to call him? All right, let's call him up. Hello? Hello? Triple H? This is Scott with uh, Curtain Jerks. No, I'm just... Hey, guys, how are you? Just really pissed about what happened on Raw. You're pissed? Yeah, I'm pissed. Why are you pissed? Because my wife got knocked over by Randy Orton. Well, did you go back and look at the footage yet, Randy? Hey, did you just call me Randy? Whoops. <laughs> what the? You know, I, a lot of people think I'm a funny guy, Scott. Ember, but you're, you're a real joker if you think I'm going to call me Randy Orton in my face like that. I, well, that was that just, guy used to be my friend. That was a slip-up. And I was just, it wasn't a slip-up? It wasn't Were you wearing dress shoes, huh? You're the rock trying to do the people's elbow? Hey, that was the best people's elbow that ever happened. Yeah, I know. Why do you think it brought it up? Because this is a good one. Check it out on the WWE app. You check it out on the WWE app. I think you like it. Okay, look, Kane, I... What? What? What did you just... Oh, all right, that's a real funny joker. You're a real funny joker. You know, I was in D-Generation X. I can tell a couple jokes, too. All right, look, all right? I'm sorry. What on. are you, some tall, skinny guy with a goatee? Well, no, I have a beard. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I think you showed me. I think okay. you showed me a little okay, bit. Okay, look, Kamala, I have a question. Well, uh, you, did you just call me Kamala? I did. Uh, that's a really funny Scott Harbor. Well, maybe, really funny Scott maybe I'm doing this because of what, you, what you've done to Jim Johnston. Well, what have I... Well, You get in touch with Jim Johnson. Rib for rib. Rib for rib. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, okay. So, seriously, though, we, we uh, sometimes what we do is we, we tear up our clothes before we go in there. <laughs> and we rent it. We get all these guns. And we pretend that we've been fighting our whole way down the hallway. Uh-huh. And then I'll, like, I'll have, like, a half bottle of water yeah. that I'm about to hand to him. And, like, to say, like, we got this water for you. And then I faint at the last second <laughs> and I drop it. <laughs> well... Uh, normally you, you have not laughed secretly two hours later when you're out of earshot <laughs> harder than watching a man lick water off of a concrete floor, try to get it out of a carpet. Well, if I knew Jim Johnson, maybe I'd feel really bad about what you've done to him and his family and that you make him work for free and you're torturing him. But I actually do find it really fun. Pretty good music, huh? It's pretty, it's, it's pretty good music. Pretty yeah, good music. Pretty good music. So triple H. Have you seen the footage? Daniel Bryan had pushed Randy Orton off to avoid the RKO, and then that's what happened. Randy Orton didn't specifically Look, dive into Stephanie. Scott, Scott, I work in professional wrestling, all right? Do you? I thought it was sports entertainment. Hey, call a spade a spade. It's professional entertainment, whatever. It's always going to be wrestling. You can't call Booker T a spade. That's bad. No, he can't do that. <laughs> that's just downright offensive. Right. But I think what's important to remember is this. If you're always going to check the tapes in wrestling... What kind of fun are you ever going to have? There's misunderstandings. And if I go back and apologize to people for misunderstandings, you think this is going to be a fun business to be a part of? I guess you're right. Then there would be a lot of understanding and then there would be way less fighting, huh? Uh, yeah, seriously. I mean, if I was to think that every time I ever took a Stone Cold stunner, that Stone Cold then stunned anyone else after me, mm-hmm. I'd be really disappointed. I choose to believe that every time I get stunned, maybe it's the last time he stunned somebody. 
Okay. So there's never a chance of me getting stunned, and then my mother-in-law getting stunned, right. my wife getting stunned, right. my father-in-law getting stunned, right. my brother-in-law getting stunned, right. and the referee getting stunned. Right. This is too much to take. Right, I get you. I get you that... And you always think you're going to beat him anyway. That's right, man. You got to have that attitude. Otherwise, you're going to be a loser. Yeah. If I expect people to kick out of the pedigree, why do you think I'm going to look so surprised when they do it? Right. I hear you. So with that, with the surprise, are you going to be surprised this Sunday? Because there's got to be a winner, right? You said declaratively there will be an undisputed champion this Sunday. Two things. Two things. Okay. No matter what. This is a historical moment for the WWE. It's a really big deal. Let me think about it. It's a really big deal. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, I'm going to be super excited to get my bike frame back. That's your that's your bike frame that you're hanging the belts on? Think about it. Would Triple H ride any kind of bicycle besides an entirely gold bicycle? I would have thought you'd ride a motorcycle, not necessarily a bicycle. Ah, motorcycle. Hmm. <laughs> Damn it. It's, that's really, that's, that is pretty badass. That makes a lot more sense with my denim jacket and my leather vest. It's not too late, you know. You can still no, get I'm really committed to that golden bicycle. How much money did you think? That is a $100,000 golden bicycle. For a guy like you, that can't be too bad, right? I mean, that's a lot of money. I got eight. You got eight bicycles? Yeah. Seven for each day of the week? And then what's the other one for? You know, just for twice on Sundays. <laughs> Why? That's eccentric, Triple H. Exercise, man. That, I'm an exercise man. That That is too many golden bicycles. You already waste enough water as it is by never swallowing any of it. You always spit it out. Well, oh, that's why I drink floor. out of a water bottle. <laughs> so you don't get AIDS. You think I'm going to use a drinking fountain? Uh, no, I don't because you don't want to get AIDS. Well, if I could get a golden, a golden drinking fountain. <laughs> if you got a golden drinking fountain, then what? Well, I wouldn't use it because that's how you get AIDS. <laughs> right. What else do you own that's golden? Uh, gold dust. <laughs> you own him? Of course. Okay. Uh, got a, uh, golden toilet seat. Uh-huh. Bought that from a, uh, Iranian prince. Okay. Uh, do you hmm. own Goldberg or is he a free agent? Oh, he's a free agent. Oh. That guy's pretty tough. Do you want to own Goldberg? No, but I, I lease him his fanny packs. I see. Yeah. That's nice of you. Thanks. You know, before me, nobody used fanny packs in it's, the wrestling or bodybuilder community. You you initiated the, the fanny pack? Yep. A lot of people just put their keys in their wallet in those workout pants. And I was like, hey, guys, what if you sit down wrong? <laughs> right. What if you're doing wind sprints? Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be terrible. Fanny pack. Fanny like, pack. You get a fanny pack. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, as much as I love to keep talking about fanny packs with you because I find that very interesting – to be perfectly honest with you, there's going to be one champion. Who's going to be the champion? Is it going to be John Cena? Or is it going to be the face of the WWE? Are you asking for spoilers? Is this for your dirt sheets? I'm at, well, I mean, how would you know the winner? What? How would you know the winner? I'm asking for your prediction. Oh, my prediction? Yeah. Uh, Two down Sunday to find you, out. Wait, 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 wait. Is this rigged? Do you know who's going to win? It's professional wrestling, Scott. I thought it was sports entertainment. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got some real show It's going to be Randy Orton, so the chase continues to WrestleMania. I see. Okay. Who do you think has the most showmanship in the WWE? Oh, bar none. It's got to be Fit Finley. <laughs> Fit Finley? Uh-huh. Why? No, tons of showmanship. Oh, Irish. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, Triple H, thank you so much. 
Is there anything you'd like to say to everybody about TLC the Sunday in closing? Uh, get ready to... No. Uh, hey, get it in HD. You can see every port. Good thinking. You get the extra 10 bucks that way, too. Me, personally. Yeah. No. Yeah. You, you know me, personally. You I can get it. another bicycle that way. No. Or a golden motorcycle. Hey. And then you motorcycle. and Motorhead can ride around. It's not enough seats. <laughs> well... Tell them sidecar. <laughs> yeah, sidecar. Sidecar. Thank you, Triple H. Thanks for calling. Sure. Wow. Ooh, intense. There's a lot of stuff on my spit guard. Is it spit? No. It's like nuggets of food on here. That's because people they that it's that it's either in the microphone, Scott, or it's on the spit guard. Man, we gotta get this place cleaned up. It's almost Christmas time. We gotta decorate. We got to do all kinds of festive stuff. Maybe we got to have some sort of holiday episode Maybe for everybody. Maybe some sort of inter-office departmental memo about Christmas and the holidays here mm-hmm. at the Comedy Podcast Network. You had an idea for a particular Christmas episode. I can't remember what it was. It involved a certain movie that was Christmas-themed. Oh, that's right. That Gross. I was very reluctant about seeing, although I know it would be good for business, but bad for my ears, eyes, and mind. That's right. That'll be coming up very very soon. Oh, you could probably guess what it is, listeners. <laughs> I'm not happy. But it's there and it'll be good. It'll be a good episode. I just know what I have to endure. Uh so in closing, uh giving you guys a reminder about the 16 bits podcast that I do with Josh Callahan. It's a video game podcast. There's a chance for you to win $25 on Steam that if you want to win that, it's it's easy. All you have to do is check out 16 bits podcast. Rate and review the show on iTunes. That gets you a chance to win $25 in Steam. That's all you got to do is rate and review the show on iTunes. Give it a listen, too. I think you'll enjoy it. And this Monday, we are launching our very own pronunciation manual for wrestling. Yes, we are. You know those pronunciation manual videos that are out there? And you're like, they're not saying that right. There's not enough stuff out there. That's weird. More syllables. Well, we've got, we've managed to get your favorite characters from this show. Exclusive audio of these superstars Just and wrestlers. For us. They're not doing it for WWE.com. No, they are pronouncing the manual for you. They're doing it for us and on our channel. So you're going to want to subscribe to YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. There will be a new one every Monday and Thursday. So you can catch those there. So you want to subscribe to that. You got our predictions video on there as well. And if you want to catch me on After Buzz TV doing main event, that's uh, that's on our page as well. I put that conveniently on there for you too. It's on a playlist there. So you got all that stuff there. So you got to get on our YouTube page. We're adding more content to it. A convenient link. Yes, a convenient link between the worlds of podcasts and videos. So there for you to enjoy. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. What a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh. a 
big difference that's to it. Huge. Yes, yeah, huge. Fantastic. It makes us a global phenomenon. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.